Okay. Welcome back to episode 24 of the Fantasy Football Surgery Podcast. Coming to you on the 10th of May, mid-double game week. And depressingly, prior to the final weekend of what's been probably the most unpredictable Premier League season ever. Now, is your team wounded like Welbeck, crocked more often than Coutinho, or has your season simply been redundant like Rooney's? Well, lay your sight on our operating table and let the surgeons examine the problems. For the next 60 minutes, we may well give you the tools to get over the line in your mini-league or just simply to save face like me and Woodsy in ours. First of all, welcoming back the panel. He's an expert in nutrition but happens to know a little bit about fantasy football too. It's Senor Lemon. It's our quiz goat. It's Parker. Hi, guys. How you doing? And fighting a civil war of his own with his podcast team each week to get things organised. He's our winter soldier. It's the Iceman. Yeah, hi, Pete. Hi, guys. Probably seething after what he's just witnessed in the past 13 minutes as a United <laughs> fan. It's the Beard. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Uh, master of banter, quiz answers, but sadly not this season team selection, although very smug. Again, based on what's just happened in the last 30 minutes, it's Woodsy. I'm forever blowing bubbles. Good evening, everyone. And goodbye to the Boolean. Now, chaps, middle of double game week. Let's get straight down to business and our teams. First of all, Lloydie, how are you getting on? Um, yeah, not too bad, mate. I've got 61 points so far. I captained uh, Senor Payet, so he's got me 20. Um, Firmino came off the bench and scored. Sanchez scored. Defoe scored. And Lascelles, the Newcastle defender, got me some more gains and points. So, yeah, 61 Average is 32, so pretty pleased. That that Lascelles differential has been golden for you, hasn't it? It has, yeah. Really has come up with the goods. So a decent week so far. Have you got many left to play? I have got Dini, uh, Defoe, Firmino, so three. Very decent. So still potential there if Klopp doesn't I'm... screw you over. So yeah, four. Hazard's got to play as well. Okay, so actually some big names still in the pot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we could be pushing a good score. We'll have a look in a minute and see how you're doing overall, as we've been chasing that each week. Beard, how's it going? How have you done this week? As it stands, before um, the bonuses come in tonight, I'm on 74 with a minus 8 hit. I triple captain the Pyatt this game week, so he's on a 30 at the moment. I was quite heavily in West Ham attack, being the last game. Captain Park, I went with uh, Lanzini and Carroll. Uh, Lanzini picked me up an assist. Uh, I had a bit of a um, bench and headache between De Bruyne and Sanchez. We were at the game Sunday, so I went with De Bruyne. He got me that nine, but also Sanchez got some points on the bench there with his goal as well. I have three to play. Just looking at it, uh, I've got Barkley, Martin and Van and Holt, I believe. So, yeah. So, still, still very much points in the game for you there. And uh, what about you, Iceman? How have you done? Uh, yeah, I'm currently on 67. I also took a minus 8. I took out the drugged up Sacco for small in, and he scored me that guaranteed 6 points and 1 tonight. Ozil went for the triple captain Payet, which 21% of the top 10,000 managers have triple captain this game week. So it's quite high numbers there. He's also got another 2 bonus points coming. So he's going to score me uh, 36 points. Brought in Costa for Sturridge, who got me six points, scoring a goal as I thought he would, and they helped the fact that Sturridge didn't get any minutes. And I've also got 
four players left to play. So yeah, going strong. Very decent and chasing uh, chasing a cash place in our mini league as well. Well done to you, sir. Um, in terms of my own team, doing fairly well this week. For once, I didn't actually take a hit, you'll be interested to hear. And I'm on 66 points. Uh, again, highlights for me are the clean sheets of Smalling and Azpilicueta. Uh, I've got a nice 36 on the way for Payet. And uh, something I'm a little bit smug about from a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, the golden buzzer dictated that I had to pick Mikel uh, Antonio. And actually, he's done all right for me. He's got me nine points this week and potential for a bonus. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm most pleased about that one. The one I'm waiting on is I actually went for Sturridge over Aguero, which in, in reflection may be an error. So if he doesn't play in the second game, then I'm on for some Aguero points. But if not, hopefully he will nab a goal. Still to play, I've got Sturridge, uh, Lukaku, Barkley, Robles and goal. Uh, I've still got Azpilicueta to come in and that's it so still points for me to to make up this week and uh what about you Woodsy does anyone care or does it matter <laughs> no and no <laughs> no, no and no do you do you care anymore Woodsy um no <laughs> it means nothing <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> but I have uh I've hit well above average scoring 62 I took a minus 12, as usual. Annoyingly, one of those hits was to bring in Townsend, and I'm sure a lot of people were stung with this. I cannot believe that Newcastle failed to score against a team that have shipped 72 goals this season. Absolutely unbelievable. Other than that, everyone else has been bang on average. Payet captaincy's kind of saved me, picking up 20 points at the moment. And Rooney finally did something as well. It's given me seven points with his assist against Norwich, but other than that, relatively average. So uh, a standard return for you then, Woodsy, unfortunately, as things have gone. And you quite rightly referenced there around Aston Villa. And again, staying with the theme, Lescott said when they went down, the pressure was off their shoulders. They they netted two goals in the last two performances, a clean sheet over the weekend. Maybe Lescott was right. Oh, clearly, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Parker, tell us about our top ten. So top ten, obviously, about tonight's points added yet. And tenth is Donald Evans. Ninth is Marlon Ratner. 8th is Manuel Sancho, 7th is Sushan Garag, 6th is Richard Cosmala, 5th is Ron Kane, 4th is Tom Irving, 3rd is Nat Thomas, 2nd is Lloyd Parker, and 1st is Mohamed al You're never going to call him Nate Thomas, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Very strong. So again, good to see the uh, the league still going well. Um, how far are you off the top now? Do you know? Um, before tonight's games, I was 28 points. 28 points, OK. Is there a chance of you catching up, do you think? I don't know. We've both got, I think, two probably similar teams now. Uh, I think 28 points in a game week is going to be pretty difficult. I think I might have caught up some points tonight because he hasn't captained Pyatt, whereas I did. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, it might be about 20 points going into the last game week. So I think it's going to be a bit, just a bit too much. Okay, so not quite. But let's see what happens. Anything can happen in fantasy football yet. But you know, I am now 320th in the whole world. Nice. So you're still, you're still rising. Yes. Very decent. I had green arrows again all this week at the moment, which is amazing. Well played, Parker. Well done, Lloyd. Very impressive returns for you this season, Parker. Okay, let's get straight on with it then. So down to panels picks. Coming into the final game of the season, 
Might all still be to play for, maybe to save face. Either way, let's see who we've got in mind. So I'm going to come to Parker for this. So, Parker, tell us about your panel's pick. Um, So I think the panel's pick will really this week just depend on where you are in your league. So for me, because I kind of don't need to take any gambles, I've had to go for the obvious Sanchez. Home against Aston Villa, who's going to score the most points? Ozil's injured. Giroud, still just don't really rate him. Uh, as I said about the game at the weekend, and he just kept losing the ball, bouncing off in moral directions. So for me, Sanchez has got the biggest chance to get the biggest rewards. If you haven't played your triple captain, perfect game to do it. So yes, Sanchez for me. Um, in his last 10 games, he has scored seven goals and made three assists. So he's averaging doing one thing in each game. So for me, he's a no-brainer. And I think I'd go for Sanchez. So you're thinking Sanchez. Okay, yeah, I think that's a good shout. Having been at the game at the weekend as well, I have to agree. Still popping up with goals here and there. Arsenal have to beat Villa to stay third and potentially come second behind if Tottenham slip up against Newcastle side who are scrapping to stay up. So I think he'll be the man on the day. I have to agree with you on that. What about you, Iceman? Yeah, my panel's pick is another player that we watched at the weekend, Kevin De Bruyne. Difference in quality by him and Aguero is so noticeable. He's at 10.3 10.3 million so you'll need to have some money available to get him in but I believe he's worth it when he's got the ball you're not worried about him losing it you always believe he's got something special to give he's got seven goals nine assists this season having only started 21 times and recent form is very strong having scored in the last game he's got nine attempts on goal his last three with five of them on target and uh, when you don't own Aguero I think he provides some good cover because City do play Swansea and they do need to win to get that Champions League spot. And they, they also want to put pressure on Arsenal because they, they can still come third. So, yeah, KDB, I can see him scoring this week. And to myself, convince myself to bring him in for Pedro. I like you. I have to agree with you. The range of passing on KDB was just a different class. And actually, he's very quick as well. I mean, there were times when he was well and truly staying ahead of or, or keeping up with Bellerin at right back. So, um yeah, have to agree with that. Bang in form and City with it all to play for still. Um, I, I was looking at the, the Arsenal and Man City side um, as the obvious ones, but I'm actually going to go over with an alternative panels pick. And I'm going to say Jermaine Defoe. Bang in form recently. Sunderland's still scrapping to stay up. Obviously, they've got that game against Everton to play at home still. But final week away against Watford, who are pretty much a dead team as the league goes now. Nothing more to play for. Defoe, like I said, really in form at the moment. Strike rate of a goal probably every every other game when you work it out. He's on 15 for the season. One assist. And actually, in his Premier League history since 2006, he's only had one better season when he scored 18 goals. So I think were it not for the form of the other England strikers, he may have been a shout for Roy's Euro squad on this kind of form. But cheap as an alternative, if you wanted to fit KDB and Sanchez into your team with a cheap striker, I think he'd be a reasonable shout. That's a a good shout, Paul. Without his goals this season, Sunderland would have been relegated in March, apparently. I just want to say, it's worth mentioning, they play Everton tomorrow, don't they? What does Sunderland need to stay up? Is it just a win? If they beat Everton, they stayed up. They don't need to do anything game. Right, yeah. So if they do get the right result tomorrow, you can easily see Defoe not featuring last game of the season, in my opinion. Yeah. But so I do like it, it, I must goes. admit. You know, if they don't get the correct result, it's a great choice. But if they do get what they need tomorrow evening, it, rotation risk for me. Potentially. I have to agree with you there, Brookie. I think I'm going to call him anyway, just in case that doesn't happen tomorrow. And the way Sunderland have been this season, you never know. But... Uh, 
yeah, I think if they're going into that last week with something to play for, I think he's a reasonable shout. I, I do think even if he hasn't got anything to play for, I do think Big Sam is just going to start his best team. He wants to finish on a high, doesn't he? Like if he's going to stay in the Premiership, what have they got to rest the players for? The summer, Devoe's not even going to Euros, so I don't think that's going to actually happen. It's a possibility there, mate. That's what it's all about on the podcast, critical thinking when it comes to selection. And speaking of critical, let's come to Woodsy next. Who have you got in mind, sir? So, obviously, last day of the season coming up, um, last weekend of the season, rather, and uh, the last set of fixtures for this season's FPL. Uh, so, I'm trying to look at a player that's going to have influence in anyone's squad. So, whether you're top of a lead like Parker and trying to secure your top finish trying to chase a Parker or maybe just trying to end on a high I've actually gone for Anthony Martial so oh, like Tony it. Marshall after his performance this evening against the Hammers I thought he looked absolutely incredible and obviously netted both of their goals even though he did lose beard um, <laughs> he looked really decent and I know We've discussed him earlier on the season a lot, I would imagine, and I think there was concern about where he's been pushed out to the left or the right, being pushed out into the wing rather than playing centrally. But this evening, he looked really quality, um, really good with the ball to his feet and just sort of taking on players as if they weren't there, getting into the box. Um, I Certainly, the second goal, I think it was, came from an excellent piece of sort of dribbling and ball control with a great finish at the end of it so I think Anthony Martial at home to Bournemouth obviously United are still going to be scrapping for the highest position they can get get some form of European football and Bournemouth have conceded 10 goals in their last five fixtures I think something similar to that so I think there'll be goals in that game and I think Martial definitely be involved. I like that, Woodsy. Yeah, it's a strong pick, mate. Obviously, you mentioned he is out on that left, but that, that's just a part of his development, I think, where he's still young and it's exciting times you know, for me you know, next season. I don't, maybe not next season, but when he does eventually get pushed into that central role, he's going to be a hell of a player. Yeah, you can definitely see the quality. I mean, he was he was helped by a very slow Winston Reed and a very poor positioned Randolph. But hey, other than the that, game. he looked very strong. I know, yeah, good old Winston. It was a good game, wasn't it, Bid? <laughs> it was, mate. Uh, obviously, I backed West Ham mate, having three attacking players. So very good decision. Win. Very good decision. Good way yeah. to uh, say goodbye to the bowling. Yeah, it was, uh, mate. The bowling. Uh, Rookie, are you saying you saw that coming? Well, I did back West Ham. I had Smalling in my team previously from the double gaming, so he stayed. But attacking-wise, I didn't see much appeal from United this game week. So, yeah, I did back West Ham, which it did cushion the blow with the Pyatt, obviously uh, triple captain, the Lanzini assist as well. Carroll didn't produce, which was a shame because Hodgson was there, wasn't he? Um, I think Rooney did have a great performance, though. I've got to say he played a bit deeper, yes. So fantasy-wise, not so good. But a bit Skulls-esque, I thought, this evening. I thought he looked good. And that's a huge statement from a United fan, I've got to say. Well, yeah, there's range of passing, spreading the play. It's we have missed that. This gives a different dynamic to the game, I think. And he did he did the role well tonight. He's no Mark Noble, though, is he, mate? <laughs> oh no, no, he's not. <laughs> so, Brookie, just on that, who are you going for this week? Looking at the fixtures, I know you just mentioned Villa picking up a clean sheet, uh, so that's in the back of my mind now, but <laughs> that Arsenal-Villa is the one fixture that stands out, and you mentioned in your intro with Welbeck being out, so I'm going to go with Giroud, yeah. uh, 8.9 million, 7.2 ownership, so also a great differential. 13 goals to his name this campaign with those six assists. We saw a great header Sunday at the Etihad. We really did. We did, so... 
and he picked all three bonus points as well. And I'm looking at the opposition more for stats. And um, Villa have conceded a chance every 7.2 minutes this season. Oh, wow! <laughs> and Jesus. with with, Gir- with Giroud scoring with his head, I looked at the amount of crosses conceded from Villa over the f- 37 game weeks. And they've conceded. You want to take a guess, James? Actually, that's, that's your quiz question. So are, you, are you challenging? Are you challenging the Iceman to a stat? Yes, I am. Here? This, this should happen more often. Let, let's hear it. What's the question? Sorry. Oh, there it is. Oh, oh. I, I didn't hear what you said. The irony there is disgusting. It really I'll, I'll repeat it, James, because yeah. it's your first ever question. The amount of crosses conceded from Villa over the thirty-seven game weeks. No, from left to right crosses. Oh God. Um, I'd say eight hundred. <laughs> I'll tell you what, mate, that is not a bad guess. Oh, what is, what is it? 777 so Get far. Get in. In your face, so, Lloyd. If you work that out, that's an average of 21 a game this season. So, am I selling it to you yet? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, definitely. I think he's a, he's a great pick. And with, with the key is with Welbeck out, so I can't see him not starting. What about um, Walcott? What Very done decent, there? didn't he, when he came on? Yeah, yeah, but he came out right. He wasn't at central, so no, I don't see him as a threat to Giroud. What you've done there, you've actually stolen my differential for the week. Oh. I've got him down as my differential here. But well, forget t- that question right, Iceman. I'm going to let you lead us off on the differential section. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I totally agree with Brookie there. He is a great pick. And with Welbeck out because he's knackered his knee, which is bloody gutting for him considering the Euros, Giroud has to start, I think. And people looking for that third Arsenal player now that Ozil might be out, I think that he is the next option because against Villa, as Brookie said, it's got points written all over it, hasn't it? And with those amount of crosses, which I didn't know, about so thanks for that Ricky he's, gonna get, he's, he's bound to get a goal and he's he's still as beautiful as our fellow surgeon Woodsy so Olivier yeah he's the man so you're saying Olivier you're supporting Brookie and you're having a taste of your own quiz <laughs> yeah nice I think he's a little passed. bit uglier than me actually mate but yeah I agree with everything else <laughs> <laughs> is, is he older than you Woodsy I think you're the same age actually aren't you uh, I don't Drew, know Drew's 29 I don't like to think of uh, footballers at the same age as me because it depresses me because I think look what they've accomplished at their age and what have I done a fancy yeah. football podcast end of his career as well <laughs> so thanks for that Iceman let's go to Lloydy next who are you thinking is making the difference this week um, so my differential looking at the fixtures I quite like the Southampton Palace one Palace got an FA Cup final so I think players will be distracted um, and Southampton a good run of form. I think they've won six of the last eight games. So um, and they're still trying to get that last European place. So my differential is Dusan Tadic. 6.6 million, 5.7% ownership. And his last four games, he's scored two goals and made six assists. That's an average of two kind of big impacts per game. He's now the third highest assister in the whole league as well, mm. behind Ozil and Eriksson. So, um, yeah, he's really come into form last couple of weeks so for Did me I know that Tadic is a yeah I think a really good option as a, as a good differential particularly maybe for like your Liverpool players so if you've got Firmino or Coutinho I think they're a major rotation risk against West Brom so I think Tadic could be a different good option totally I like that, that a lot yeah, that's nice. I distinctly remember um, wasn't that my idea Lloydie I remember a <laughs> conversation we had in your kitchen I uh, don't know mate I, I've said it I, I don't think you've done any prep for this so I, I doubt it <laughs> That was my prep. I'm sure I mentioned Dusan in your kitchen. I don't remember that, mate. Yeah, of course you wouldn't. Convenient. Try and try and beat my stats. He's really good. 
<laughs> Although he does play for Saints, which hinders him. You're only two points above us, mate. Are we? So we've got a double dose of Saints there with Tadic. I'm going to stay on that theme because actually I'm going to suggest young Shane Long for this week. I think he's looked really good as the season's gone on. He's really matured into a quality striker for the Saints. And I actually think um, he's going to continue that on the uh, on the last day of the season, obviously with Saints being at home against Crystal Palace, who are safe now. Saints, uh, I do still think, have something to play for and the fact they're only three points off United. So obviously not Champions League places, but actually that's quite a season to say you've only finished... Um, one point outside the qualification. So, um, and again, if Tadic is uh, is on form, as the lads have said, potentially lots of assists for him there. Yeah, and last five games he scored three and assisted three, so good returns in a lot of form. Yeah. So actually, that that was it. Eleven million they signed him for Parker. Yeah, ten eleven million. I don't know. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think it was about ten million. Yeah. I know a lot of people raised their eyebrows at the time, but actually, I think now that's starting to look like good value. Yeah, definitely good value. Um. Brookie, take yeah. us home with this. Who's your, who's your differential? Well, I must admit, I did overlook that Saints fixture. I think that's a great shout from all of you. But uh, I've gone with my Man United. and I'm, I'm looking at Marcus Rashford. Dirty cheap at 4.7 million. Joint ownership with Wayne Rooney at 8.1%. Um, since he's been introduced, I think he came in at game week 27. Three of his four goals have come at Old Trafford. We host Bournemouth the final game week who have conceded I think Stuart said 64 goals this season so far and that's level with Newcastle with only Villa letting in more also if you look at the Cherries last seven fixtures they've conceded a total of 17 goals so for me that does boost his appeal so I'm looking at bringing him in I think he's a good shout Is is he going to be the one that fires you into the Champions League on that last day of the season? He could well be mate Uh, I do fancy uh, Swansea to get a result do they play play at home don't they against City? Yeah Yeah, They do so with City's away form especially I I can see United scoring at least three at home to Bournemouth and Rashford being involved I think he got an assist tonight as well didn't he Stuart? Yes he did mate yeah he did Decent so a good shout Brookie just final question on that again going back to the England theme if we didn't have the pool of strikers we currently have and actually if Welbeck is out injured for the Euros do you think he would have been a shout to get on the plane potentially Um, I I know a lot of pundits have mentioned him I think it's a little bit too soon for him I think you mentioned Defoe I would certainly put him in front of him after Carroll's performance tonight he certainly didn't impress Hodgson so out of those three he's third for me so a bit, bit too soon for him perhaps one for the World Cup in a couple of years time yeah possibly ok a nice shout so there's our differentials for the week let's come on to our captain's choice so again as uh, Park has talked about throughout the season this is tactically where he's made up the difference in terms of points so I'm going to come to Woodsy first who's your captain I'm sure at least one of you will mention Sanchez or Giroud or any Arsenal player as a a potential captain. Um, I'm going to try and do something slightly different, though. I'm thinking sticking with my team, West Ham, perhaps sticking the armband on Carroll or Pyatt again. Only looking because, again, we'll we'll have something to try and fight for, trying to secure this last European spot. Uh, And Stoke, I think they've conceded... 15 goals in their last five fixtures or something similar so yeah i think i'm gonna go with payette or carol as my captain choice this week uh, or carol if i know if i can now now you down to one uh <sighs> carol if i'm feeling brave if i use my head it'll be payette 
So head says pay out, heart, heart says uh, Carol. England number nine. England's number nine, plan B. Okay, Iceman, who are you thinking? Uh, it's more or less a no-brainer with this one, Sanchez, but if you are thinking of something different than Giroud, I do think it will be a differential pick for a captain because everyone's going to go Sanchez, really, aren't they? Uh, I don't think many are going to have Giroud in, so you have to get him in and captain him if you want that differential captain, but mine's going on Sanchez, I just want to... You know, make sure I don't lose out. It's a bit like this Pyatt triple captain scored 36 points from him. If I didn't, then would have fallen behind. And I don't want to do that. Interesting. Okay, what about you, Brookie? That's last game week of the season. I'm not going to be boring and put it on Sanchez. I think I may back my panel pick in Giroud. I'm certainly going to bring him in. Or even Rashford. I'm, I'm going to be a bit of a maverick move for the last game week. Maverick on Rashford. Parker? Uh, yeah, boring on Sanchez, I'm afraid. Um, hopefully looking to cash in on people like Brookie trying to go for someone different and actually make up more places. So. It doesn't matter. Folk like Brookie. And uh, to add my selection to that, I am going to be boring for the final week. I'm going to say Sergio Aguero. Um, <laughs> I think City have got things to play for. I've seen on the last day of the season Aguero score a championship winning goal against QPR and the other uh, Coventry living with us forever. So for me, it's it's got to be Sergio. Which takes us on to the next section. So we're looking at Twitter now. Um, I'm going to come to Woodsy for this. Okay, thanks, Paul. So again, thanks to everyone who's tweeted us. Thanks for your input, FPL community. So our first tweet is from FPL Team of the Week. This page has asked us, uh, Hi guys, with one eye on next season, who would you say are your top picks for game week one, irrespective of potential price and fixtures? So obviously, last game of the season coming up, last weekend of the season coming up, we're looking to next season. Is there anybody standing out that's going to be a definite in your squads for next uh, season ball? Well, I'm actually going to go with a differential for someone that's coming up, and that is Andre Gray, um, striker for Burnley. Uh, great reputation in the lower leagues. He's fired Burnley back into the Premier League, and I think he'll be a little bit like Wilson was when he first came up last season. Not too many people are going to know about him, but I think you will within a few weeks. So for me, he's definitely going to be someone that keeps the cost of my front line down in the first few weeks but could potentially come with some decent returns. Nice. Yeah, sounds good. I see I've not done any research into the uh, team coming out, other than the goalkeeper that I will eventually have. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to go for Heaton, I think. Well, he's a very trusty pair of gloves, mate. So, uh, you know, you've not done too badly there. Although Middlesbrough have conceded the least goals. So uh, we'll see if they can uh, do that in the Premier League next season. What about you, Parker? Um, yeah, it's difficult about the prices because... You've kind of got to ask yourself, like, where's Mares and Vardy? What price are they going to be? But, yeah, actually one that I think next season could be quite useful actually is is Wilson. If he's back fully fit, I don't think his price can rise too much because he didn't have a whole season. And Bournemouth are, are good going forward. So I'll certainly be keeping an eye on Wilson and seeing what his price is. And he could be a good little differential because as he didn't have the full season this year. Brilliant. And Brookie? Uh, off the top of my head looking at a couple of players that are playing out of position this season I'll look at my United for example Daly Blind obviously down as a midfielder this season played centre back most of the season so he could potentially be a defender next season so I, I could be him and you know he's on set pieces as well so that could be an option and we've seen Rooney as well drop into a midfield role I, I doubt it very much very slim chance but if he's classed as a midfielder that would be excellent at 9 million mm-hmm. uh, so those two but you know more Blind than Rooney I can't see them putting Rooney as a midfielder but he should be in my opinion 
Yeah. And Iceman, anybody uh, tickling your fancy? I think um, my panel's pick for today, Kevin De Bruyne, he, you know, he hasn't played all of this season and he is world class. Like, we don't get that many world class players in the Premiership at the moment by the looks of it, like with all the form of all the teams, but he is definitely one who I think I'm, is going to be in my team no matter what. If I'm looking for a, a differential, um, maybe Boyd coming up, he lit up the Premiership when he was in it. He was scoring a few goals and he was only like four. Dinho. Yeah, Roy Dinho, yeah. <laughs> He's uh, cashing some of them bad boys. He's uh, he was a decent pick. I I had him for a fair amount two years ago, and I think scored at the weekend, there. didn't he? Yeah, scored at the weekend. Yeah, he he looks like a good differential to bring in, but I do think he'll be uh, highly selected as well. But yeah, I think we're good. talking a lot about differentials here. I mean, just one perhaps more obvious one, which I'm just going to throw in if I can have a second pick is wherever Theo Walcott is next season. I think if he leaves Arsenal in in kind of seeking regular first team football, he would be the first name on the team sheet because I think he's looked really good uh, when he's come on recently. So I'll certainly be keeping my eye out for him. He was going to be my pick actually, mate, and he's linked with West Ham. Hmm. Twenty plus million bid apparently will be going in very soon. So <laughs> he was he was going to be uh, my pick for that question. Uh, Walcott looking very decent and probably Hazard. I could see him if he stays as well. Yeah, if he stays, I think um, towards the end of this season he started looking like himself again. So hopefully, under new management, he'll come out fighting um, at the start of next season. And I think Brilliant. his price dropped quite a bit as well because he's had such a poor season. I think they'll be forced to drop his price a little bit. So he might be quite a nice little cheapy option actually. Yeah. Another one as well, just 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 quickly with the Euros as well coming up. There's always that standout player, isn't there? Uh, that no one yeah. expects to play, perform as well as they do. So it would be interesting to see if some of them do get attracted towards the Premier League as well. Yeah. The, just the one final player I'd also throw in as well is uh, Stephen Pienaar of Everton. I think he... Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he I've heard he's got a pretty good diet, <laughs> likes his smoothies, so I think he, he might be up for a big season next year. You're going to have to give some context to that one, Pete, while we're all laughing. Oh, I haven't planned that. Do you want me to can, you, can you jump in here and be the banter oh, man? Are you happy for me to explain the listeners? Uh, yeah. Well, name and shame uh, Pienaar for the sleaze bag that he is. So imagine uh, Parker's innocent uh, partner. She's in the gym training away. And then all of a sudden, over her shoulder, lurking from the back of the gym, probably on the two kilogram weights, bicep curling, comes Stephen, pounces on her and offers her out for a smoothie. And when she says, no, I have a boyfriend, obviously Mr. Parker, uh, what did he say at this point, Parker? He said, oh, that's okay, then, so I'll just give you my number. <laughs> <laughs> Send your snake in. <laughs> oh, and then did he, did he just say, when she asked his name, he just said, Pina. Yeah, she was like, oh, what's your name? And he was like, my name's Pina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, so she was inter- interested enough to ask his name then. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Fair enough. Well, I clearly, he's, uh, no, no game time as uh, you know he's trying to fill that void, isn't he? Use some energy up, so he's obviously stalks out uh, women in the gym. Right. Okay. So thanks, FBL team of the week. Um, a, a little added story for you there as well. I'm sure as we're heading into next season, the team are going to produce some FPL 2016-17 pods uh, for the up and coming teams perhaps over the pre-season as well with uh, how our players are performing and ones to bring in. So listen out for them. Uh, There's a lot of questions on Twitter actually asking about 
players from the potentially promoted sides, uh, which ones are looking like potential options for next season. So we'll cover that in separate podcasts, no doubt. Another question that's highlighted here, we're being asked about triple captaincy. So people really are cutting it short and leaving it right to the wire in selecting their triple captain. So a question here is asking, if not to use Sanchez for my triple captain, who would you put it on in game week 38? And that's from Luke W. So, Iceman, what are you thinking for that? I would. It's got to be an Arsenal player, isn't it? Surely. I actually think Bullard was right. I think Aguero. That was going to be my answer to this question, absolutely. If it's not going to be Sanchez, I think Aguero. Because he's got the potential to score a hat-trick and City needs goals. So, yeah, I think Aguero could be a good chump. Okay, brilliant. Brookie, any thoughts? If you're looking at avoiding the obvious, the Arsenal fixture, I, I do quite like your Southampton pick, uh, home to Palace, especially with their fake up in mind. So Tadic, you know, even Long or Manny, either, you know, those three, I do really fancy to score well. Excellent, good stuff. Well, there you go, Kunda Godfrey. That's answered your question. Um, just very quickly, FPL Avids. Um, yes, we do hate Klopp and his rotation, and we're not surprised you got no points for Milner. Okay, and last but not least, we've had a tweet from at Padfall. We're looking at Arsenal versus Villa, as I'm sure everybody is, mate, for the last game week. But most of us ha- already have Alexi with Ozil potentially out. Who should we get in? And we'll go to the Arsenal fans first, because I'm sure they'll have something to say about this. Bullard? Um, so you want an alternative Arsenal player to Alexi? Yes. Uh, Theo. I'm going to go Theo, because I think on that performance at the weekend, he'll be in Wenger's thinking, we've still got to get in the top four. Welbeck's injury, Oxlade-Chamberlain's out. I think he'll start, and I think he will have a few people to prove. And he wants to get in that England squad, so Theo for me. Couldn't agree okay. more with Bullard. And do you think he's going to get game time because he came on for a Wobi, didn't he and if well, yeah, you're like, not like, confident he's going to play central where we've got well, well Welbeck's Crocs isn't he Welbeck's yeah. Crocs so I, I think he'll take up one of those places on the flank the, the only thing that might get in the way of that is Cazorla returning or if Ozil plays which might force Wobi out to the wing but I, I think that he looked really good when he came on at the weekend and I think Wenger would be um, misguided in not picking him, and I, I think he will. So he'll be on the bench. I, I do think if Ozil doesn't play, uh, Wilshire. I know he's he's not a high scoring FPL player, but he's got the potential to play well and get involved, get a few assists. And he played right at the weekend, so I can't see why oh. he can't get an assist or something. He's, and also, I'm gonna, Iceman, were we watching the same game? I, I was because, gonna say, uh, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit on that, Iceman. I think um, he's got a little bit to do in terms of his fitness, and he just seems every time he gets the ball, he seems to end up on the floor either for being fouled or, or something else. I think Jack's got a bit of work to if do. If you before rewatch I the defense. highlights, I, I watched them earlier, and he, he looks. He does alive. love running into a challenge. He, he does. He loves the turn. Please tackle me. I have an injury. No. For once, I might stick up for Jim here. I actually think Wilkes is not a bad shout. He's got one game to try and convince Hodgson to put him in the squad. I think he'll probably start. And I think he might return some points. I hope he does. Just to wipe it in your face, Billy. <laughs> oh, mate. The other one, yes, is actually Peter Jack. I think he's going to be guaranteed a clean sheet and could get some bonus points. Yeah, all good options. Okay, so we'll see whether... Uh, who's eating the humble pie in terms of uh, Jack. No doubt he won't get any game time and he'll just smoke. 
so yeah, thanks for all our tweets then, guys. Uh, like I say, we will be producing some podcasts that will involve the picks for next season, so listen out for them in uh, terms of your preparation for the next FPL season. Thanks, Woodsy. More adventures on Twitter next week. Uh, question to the FPL community. If we were to run a Euros podcast looking at fantasy football for the European Championships, would that be something that you listen to? And what would you want to hear? Please tweet us and let us know. But without further ado, leaving leading us into the exciting end of the season, that is the Iceman's Quiz. Yep, thanks, Paul. Um, before I start the quiz, just want to quickly... The Bottom Dwellers Award is going to be the goalkeeper from one of the promoted teams. Stuart seems to think that he's going to be getting the Middlesbrough team, but we're actually going to put a poll up as soon as the promotion spots are decided of the three goalkeepers that he will have on option. So if you can make sure you're following us on Twitter so you can vote for that... Also, at the end of this quiz, we're going to put a poll up for the loser of the overall quiz is going to have uh, as a defensive midfielder in their team for the first month. Yeah. Okay, right. The Beardman won last week, extending his lead against Parker, and now on three quiz wins. Parker only on one. Only one game week to go, but two quizzes left because we will do a pod at the end of the season. So, Parker... You need this or you will be starting with Catamar. Okay, question one. How many goal attempts has Chelsea conceded this season? Beard. Goal attempts, okay, I shall say 250. And Parker, higher or lower? Higher. And the answer is 441. So Parker gets the point. Well, I got a point last week first up and then I lost about eight (laughs) 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 one. Okay, and question two. How many chances has Leicester created this season? Parker. Chances Leicester created this season? Um, 500. And Beard, higher or lower? I shall say higher. And the answer is 373. So Lloyd gets another point. Oh, wow. Question three. How many crosses have Crystal Palace done this season, Beard? I shall say 800. Parker, higher or lower? Lower. And the answer is 948. Oh, wow. So Ah. Beard gets the points there. Fair play, Brookie. Thank you. It's a very decent shout. Question four. How many fouls have Tottenham conceded this season, Parker? How many fouls? While Parker's thinking, wasn't there some ridiculous stat on Toby out of this world? He hasn't conceded a foul. Do you know it, James? Um, No, if you tell me, I would know, but I can't remember. It was something like he he hasn't conceded a foul uh, for like, I don't know, this half of the season or something. Yeah, something ridiculous, isn't it? He is out of this world. I'm going to go with 350. Beard, higher or lower? Sorry, what was it? Um, Fouls Uh, conceded? By Tottenham. I will say... 350, he said. Um, I'll say lower. And the answer is 447. So Lloyd gets another point. Send it at 3-1 to Lloyd at the moment. Question five. What shot accuracy has Tottenham got this season? Beard. Um, God. I shall say 65. And Parker, higher or lower? Lower. And you are correct. The answer is 38%. That's the highest shot accuracy oh. out of all the teams. Another point to Parker. 4-1 to Parker. Wow. 
Question six. How many successful passes have Arsenal done this season? Parker. God dear me. Let me get my calculator out quickly. <laughs> you know it's serious when the calculator comes out. 13,000. And beard higher or lower? I shall say higher. It is higher. It's uh, 17,204. I had 18,000 written down. Oh, did you? <laughs> okay again cast in your memory back to the first question question 7 uh, I did tell you how many Chelsea got but I'm not going to remind you how many goal attempts has Crystal Palace conceded this season Beard how much have they conceded okay um, bear in mind it's 4-2 to Parker at the moment yes uh, I shall say 5-50 oh that's a good guess and oh, and I think Chelsea or 70. Now, have they had more or less? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. They have conceded quite a few. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this revenge? Not again. <laughs> it's not me, Parker. It was just so tense in here. I thought I'd break up the tension. And I was I'm getting so up. nervous. That... Go lower. Okay, right. Hurry up. Lower. The, the answer is 551. Oh my god. <laughs> what did he say? 550. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Five. What, what's the score? 4 3. This is deja vu. The score is 4 3 at the moment, yeah. Question, questions, question 8. You've got four questions left. Oh. Question 8. How many chances has Man City created this season? Parker. Um. My head hurts. 450. And Beard, higher or lower? Higher. Oh, it's 461. So Beard gets the points there. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, I was well out. I had six over 600. So you're four all at the moment. Question no, this is incredible. <laughs> Qu- this really is. Write it. Question nine. How many crosses have Sunderland done this season, Beard? Oh, crosses. Ooh, 700 and, and 50. And Parker, higher or lower? Apologies. Lower. The answer's 556. Oh, oh, he's got it. Parker's one ahead. Two questions left. How many fouls have Everton conceded this season, Parker? Mm, Dirty, dirty Everton. I'm going to say 350. And Beard, higher or lower? Higher. The answer's 302. Meaning yes. Parker wins this week's oh. quiz. Oh, Put, okay. Putting it oh god. Putting it all down to next week's quiz to find out this who is, gets Catamol. This is incredible. Oh, that was intense, man. I can't believe that four that five hundred and fifty one. Wow. <laughs> well played, mate. Yeah, very strong. After all the stick the quiz has taken all season, we've come down to a grand finale, we really have. Indeed. Great questions, James. Yeah, Good quizmanship. You're taking the whole season, James, but you've eventually managed to crack the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> How to press a man's buttons. Well, thanks for that, Iceman. That brings us to the end of the quiz and consequently the podcast. So let's just go through the usual way to contact us. Obviously, listening to us on SoundCloud. Uh, you can also listen to us on iTunes, exclamation mark, Fancy Football Surgery. Uh, you can get us on Facebook, so facebook.com forward slash Fancy Football Surgery. 
uh, visit the website fantasyfootballsurgery.com all the tweets and questions are answered on twitter so at ff underscore surgery you can also join our mini league why not just for the final week 256323-787-353 is the code and of course you can always donate on patreon the parker's mic and it's not going to pay for itself all that's left to say is goodbye to the team so to woodsy goodbye everybody and good luck for the up and coming final game week to the beard yeah bye guys to the man who now has a lifeline for next season and may not have Catamol. To Parker. Night, guys. Good luck. No lemons for you this week. To the Iceman. Yeah, see you, guys. Good luck in your game weeks. And from me, Bully, it's good night and speak to you next week. I can't believe it. I can't put Giroud in. I've got three Arsenal already. And Gabriel. Oh. Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hits are coming. Oh, yes. A def- definitely a minimum of minus eight for me. The red the red capes are coming. The red capes are coming. I'm actually fuming I lost that quiz. <laughs> Parker would have been fuming if he lost that quiz considering he was four up. I know. I dragged, dragged it back. <laughs> Was I 4-1 down or 5-1 down at one point? You were 4-1, I think. I thought for a minute that was in the stars then. Yeah. Because <laughs> that would have been Lloyd confirmed. But that that's an end-of-season finale. Iceman, you're going to have to think of some kind of outrageous questions for that final week. Yeah. Hmm. Real outrageous questions. <laughs> I'm on, yeah, so it goes to a tie-break then, won't it? Uh, yeah, if, if Lloyd wins the last one... You draw, and then I will have a. No one, no one gets Catamol. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. I will have a sudden death, like uh, quick fire. Round. Sudden death. That's so extreme. <laughs> oh no! Death. <laughs> the Iceman declares death on all the. There will be quiz. death. There will be blood spilt. <laughs> a frosty death. <laughs> A winter's chill. Ooh. Winter. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. You need to watch that show, you buffoon. That'd be it. I will, yeah, you can have it. I finished I thought, it. Guys, I, thought, one. I thought we got some good stuff there. I'm going to come to Woodsy first on this. You finished the last section. Who are you thinking for your panel's pick this week? I really hoped you hadn't done that. Um, panel's pick... Yeah, Carol. This is the particular section of the podcast no, where we noble? choose a player we think will score highest. Yeah, no, it's um. Let me give you a few. Arsenal playing Aston Villa. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't want to go for the obvious. Um, obviously, your Sanchez, uh, your Giroud. It's too obvious. I'm trying to look at the other fixtures. I, I quite fancy looking at the teams that are going to be scrapping out of this relegation battle. So. Maybe a Newcastle or a Sunderland. Sunderland obviously got the favourable fixture with Watford. Um, a lot of editing for Jim here. Shall I? Shall I go to someone else? Would you see? Yeah, it's it? probably best, mate. Yeah, yeah. 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 Go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to come to Brookie first. Who have you got in mind for your panel's pick? Okay, um, can't ignore that uh, Arsenal Villa fixture. 
um, with Welbeck out. I think you mentioned in your intro. Yeah, uh, I'm going I'm to go with Giroud. Go to Brookie last. <laughs> yeah, you, you were meant to go to Brookie last. Should we start a bit again? Oh, okay. But wasn't that because you hadn't picked yet? Haven't you, haven't you got no, no, because there? I've got Giroud as my differential, and I was just going to back him up with all what I've got. Uh, if he hasn't oh, said enough, anything, mate. go so, to Parker. So go, go, to, Parker, go to Parker, then me, then yourself, then Woodsy, then then Brookie. Amazing. Right. Yeah. Cool. Just just go <laughs> from right. there. <laughs> Woodsy. Am I am I in a time loop? <laughs> oh, sorry. Hello? I was waffling on, and I had you muted. You muted. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just go for now, would he? Okay, mate. You have to take it, Billy. Hello? Oh. You're still there, Billy? Bully? Hello? You'll, Hello? You'll, you'll have to take I it from here. I leave for five minutes, then. That was quite nice. Sorry? Uh, I was just Hello? been asleep. Five minutes. Oh God, Lloyd, get involved, Lloyd. Okay, sorry guys, I can't. Hello. Hi, 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 Bull. That's better. I can hear you now. Great. Okay. Right, Bull, Bull, do you want to take it from here? I think it was on my differential. Move it on. To Lloyd. To Lloyd. Bully. Hello, guys. Can you hear me? I haven't heard anything for about three minutes. <laughs> can you hear me now? That's better. Right. Okay. Yeah, you know. It was. Is, are you having problems, Bully? <laughs> yeah. I think it might be, mate. It's if just gay, just don't say anything. Pete, 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 <laughs> Pete, Pete. 